Butterfinger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Figure Discount, proudly brought to you by the Simpsons quotes that nobody gets anymore. Facebook page and nohomers.net. I am Dando. I'm Mitch. You know what I noticed in this week's uh, audio commentary is that I am Mitch is my equivalent of what our Gene does on almost every audio commentary in the early episodes of The Simpsons. I am show producer Algin. Hi, I'm Algin. I was one of the showrunners on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> he says that all the time, yeah. doesn't he? And he has that really. Everyone else sounds the same, but his voice is very distinct, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's a little bit more high-pitched and nasally. It's like, sort of like the, the fat nerd. You know the one with the glasses? It sort of sounds a little bit like him. A little bit, yeah. Like as in the, the one at uni. Yes. Or yeah, college, yeah. sorry. Your college friend, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's come to this, a Simpsons clip show, an episode that Mitch has not been looking forward to reviewing. Actually, last week he said to me, you know what, let's just skip it. And I said, we can't skip I wanted it, to wrap it because it's an episode. I didn't want to skip it, skip it, but I just wanted to wrap it into another one yeah. because there's just not much to talk about because there's only about five minutes of new stuff. There's not, there's an act and a half. No, there's not. There is. No, there is. I refuse to believe it. The first seven minutes, it's all fresh content. It's April Fool's. It's a third of the episode. The beer explodes. He's in a coma. But that's fresh content. You just said that didn't <laughs> that's exist. All that, that's, that's, there's, there's nothing to dissect, but there's still there's fresh content. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it's, it's, it's obviously it's judge. not going to be as in-depth as the normal episodes. No. But I said to Mitch, we'll just dis- what we're going to do is well, we're going to... You told me that you were going to do clips of us. Is there like any highlights that you've got that you've been saving? <sighs> no. Or lowlights? I went through them. They're not that great. They're not good. <laughs> They're not good. They're not worthy of it. Uh, we'll, we'll see what we can do we'll, we'll, We need to get more We haven't got enough To substantiate yeah, a clip okay. show but let's, we'll... let's just throw some clips In of other podcasts <laughs> <laughs> But yeah it's a, it's, It serves its purpose It's a funny It's funny It serves its purpose um, There's no real There's no real substance to it no. But it is funny So I mean the, You've got to understand The different landscape Of, of home entertainment Back then That videos Like t- The Simpsons wasn't out On VHS back then So a lot of TV shows would air clip shows of what they had on just because that was the only way that you could kind of re-enjoy... Th- or just re-enjoy. Oh, I think that's, that'll, that's, that'll, that'll do. do. Yeah. That you could enjoy those moments again. And it's also a good way of when you're in syndication for someone that hasn't been watching the show, maybe they see it for the first time, they get a, a bunch of little highlights yeah, that's of, true. of what's happening. Seinfeld set the trend too of ending a series with a clip show. Oh, the, the, epi- no, the episode just before the finale. They... S- Oh, sorry. They did do that just before the finale. Yes, the time of your life. Everyone just rem- it reminds me of Seinfeld every time I listen to it. Now, time of your life. Yeah, uh, they also did and the Superman thing. I was going to say they also did a clip show for the hundredth episode from Seinfeld. Did, did, or they? did they not? Oh, no, wait. I don't think they did. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. I I am incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they did for the hundredth episode. I'm going to find out because there's nothing else that I've got to talk about. <laughs> But as I just said, what we're going to do is to fill a bit of time, just before we do the full review in a little bit, few moments, we're going to discuss the fan theory that came out a couple of years ago about Homer being in a coma this whole time, and this is the episode that spawned that fan theory. And Mitch is not a fan of that fan theory, so what we're going to do is I'm going to read through it, and when Mitch gets to a point that he doesn't like, he's going to go, wrong! And then he's going to tell Kevin me... Spacey style. He's going to tell me why it's wrong. Go on, go on. Just, just let me hear the fan theory. <laughs> go on, go on, please. Just say it. Just say it, just say it. So, Wrong! <laughs> But basically, what were your favourite moments from the episodes? I've just got the, he really needs a girlfriend. Uh, for me, it's just the April... F- yeah. Like, just the fact that Bart doesn't get April Fool's out. 
and like his butt's kind of sticking out a little bit. It's just, yeah. You know what I do like about this? This That's a very cool fact. This did actually air on April Fool's in 1993. IMDb doesn't list the clip show of Seinfeld as an episode. Strange. What does it list it as? Nothing. It just goes... It's called The Clip Show. Oh, sorry. The Chronicle, 1998. Just as they're about to go to the movies, Jerry looks back on the past nine years with the audience. Yep, there we go. I'm with you. Because he breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to The Simpsons. As I said, this originally aired on April Fool's, which I thought was kind of cool. The finale's only rated 7.8 out of 10. I love the Seinfeld finale. I don't understand the negativity about it. It perfectly stays true to what Seinfeld was. It does, yeah. I'm sorry, you want to talk about this? The problem with that was the fact that it had such high expectations that it was never going to be able to live up to it. Finales very rarely... Comedy finales very rarely do. Yeah. Sitcom finales do. I I think Other finales... Breaking Bad, fantastic finale. Yeah, that's I've heard the Sopranos finale divides people. I don't want to know it yet because I'm still watching the show. I've I've heard that Six Feet Under has the best finale of all time. I've heard that as well, yeah. Like to the point that I haven't watched it, but I want to just to see how good the finale will be. And I know we discuss it all the time this show, but the Wire finale is fantastic and so is The Shield. You know, Six Feet under I saw one of the most fucked up things that I've ever seen on a TV show. Yeah. Which is a point of... Because I, I don't know if every episode revolved around a death or not, but it was a point of view shot of an infant dying in its cot. So, like, its parents were sort of looking in at it and then, like, they gradually become worried and then the screen kind of fades to black. Um, That's pretty terrible. It's real messed up, but handled brilliantly. Like, it wasn't... The way of showing it without actually showing it. Yeah. Yeah, it, like it was really inventive and really poignant and not um, sensationalized in any way. But yeah, like it, it just left you really feeling and, and being knocked on your ass. In, it's in it's a, probably more powerful to show it like that than actually seeing a baby die. Yeah. Mm, that is kind of sad. Mm. So, we're just filling in time you guys because the clip show has absolutely no substance to it. But anyway, well, I'm trying to see the train back on. Do you have any trivia for it? I've got two, two questions. Um. Oh, no, not not so much trivia, but I've got a couple of little facts. Well, I'll say the two trivia questions before we get into the facts. Sure thing. How many does were in the little montage? Uh, 28. 32, nearly. Ooh. And how many episodes did they draw clips from if you don't include the does? How many individual episodes? Eight? 15. Ooh. Well, weren't they busy? Yes, they were very busy. So, a few facts. I'll let you kick it off. Um, So, the clip show, the main reason for the clip show was that the writers were feeling overworked and basically went to the network and went, we can't do this. Like, we, it was at the time of changeover, they didn't really have the staff on board and the episode commitment for the season was just That is the writing staff. They're very... The closet was bare. Yeah. Um, So, they went, all right, clip show, just to kind of basically give them... I don't know how much time that saves you. I guess a week or two? I have to be more than that. Think of all the recording time, the animating time, everything. Mm. But anyway, so was that your only fact, or you had one more? You uh, the, the episode also includes new animation of in one of the flashbacks of Homer. Actually, you actually see Homer falling down the cliff in yes. Springfield Gorge, and it looks different. You I can tell it's different. Don't know if I like it or not. No, it ruins the gag. Yeah, I think I prefer just the horror, abject horror of the kids' faces as they look at him falling down. Too much blood. Yeah. Again, it's. One of those jokes that works better when it's in your imagination. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially. Uh, now, the idea for the 32 does in a row was footage that David Silverman had put together, a little montage he put together when mm-hmm. he went around and did a traveling college show. So, he already had it put together and said, hey guys, I've got 32 does in a row. Do you want to use it? And they went, sure. So, that just filled in some time for okay, him. Okay, cool. The network censors initially refused to let the phrase beer causes rectal cancer into the show yeah the censors eventually relented when they found a medical textbook which stated the link between beer and cancer but still asked them to please go easy on beer in the future because obviously it's Fox Network and there were sponsors everywhere yeah yeah. Um, 
I think they were, they were at one point it was going to be alcohol can cause it. I think that's okay. Like they went alcohol causes rectal so not cancer, just but yeah. they're only ever referring to beer outside of that. And the other fact was, despite the nature of the clip show, the episode still contains an act and a half of new animation. Yes, um, which you refuse to believe. In regards to the thirty-two does, um, I've seen a similar clip from a different. Well, you see, he's like supercuts all the time. Um, I'm sure there'd be one of Samuel L. Jackson every time he said motherfucker probably exists somewhere online. Yeah. But in Bruges, I believe, uh, on the DVD had a special feature in fucking Bruges, which was just like two and a half minutes of every swear word from the entire movie. That sounds awesome. It's 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 better than most movies. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the does were repeated in this too. It wasn't 32 different does. Oh, okay. You could tell they repeated yep. certain ones. Now, let's get to the fan theory that you don't like before we get into okay. the episode review. So basically, we want to give a quick synopsis of what it was. It's just a guy well, you thinks... Can, you can do that. Okay. So basically, there's a guy who put on Reddit a few years ago, or maybe it was last year or whatever, pretty much saying that he thinks that Homer's been in a coma this whole time, and this is the episode that sets it up. And he yeah. believes that six months prior to this, that writers actually planted the seed for this. So he said, in October 92, in Homer the Heretic, when Homer's walking off with God, he has a conversation, what's the meaning of life? I can't tell you. I'll tell you when you're dead. What, you can't wait six months. Mm-hmm. Six months later, this episode airs. Now, he's got here that he thinks once he goes, once Homer goes into the coma, once the machine falls on him, Homer stays in the coma. He never actually wakes up. And every, all the stuff that we watch and see is actually his imagination because he's hearing the outside world whilst mm. he's in the coma. Mm. Now, why don't you like this fan theory? Well, it's playing pretty fucking fast and loose and being awfully convenient about how everything that happens in the future, oh, that was okay because he's awake enough to be able to like, I think in that fan theory he says maybe a nurse, maybe there's a radio in his room, and maybe a nurse left it on, and maybe, maybe he heard Lady Gaga, so that's how Lady Gaga appeared in an episode. Yeah. How the fuck does he know what she looked like off the back of that? How does <sighs> he's got here? I propose that Homer didn't actually wake up from his coma. He's still in a vegetative state, and every single Simpsons episode afterwards is in Homer's imagination. This is why the characters don't age. Homer remembers Bart, Lisa, and Marge as ten, eight, and one years old. Mm. At, okay, oh, Maggie, so sorry. here's where I stop you. It had been on for four years by now and they hadn't aged. So you can't go, oh, they didn't age because he's in a coma because they've never fucking aged. Yeah. He is subconsciously aware of the time passing, so his mind will often update his memories so that the year that they occurred matches up with the age he thinks he is, e.g. that 90s show contradicting other flashback episodes. Surely if he was doing that, if you can imagine, or if your brain is smart enough to imagine that it's the future, you're going to imagine things getting older. Yep. While the characters' ages don't change, the events happening to The Simpsons definitely did. The plots of episodes following the April Fool show are far zanier than beforehand. Let's compare, shall we? Mm, we've already covered that they become zanier before the April Fool's Day episode, starting with Marge versus the Monorail and Conan O'Brien's entry into the four of Simpsons writing. Probably the most wackiest of all time came about three episodes yep. before, as you said, Marge versus the Monorail. This is clearly Homer's imagination running wild with no real-world restrictions. Homer's mind is able to dream up scenarios of him and his family in fantasies involving him winning a Grammy, his father fighting his boss, for buried World War II treasure, his wife getting breast implants, his infant daughter saving him from drowning, etc. The massive amounts of celebrity appearances are easily explained as well. Perhaps people in the comas can sometimes hear what people in the same room are saying. While Homer wouldn't physically react, his mind processes that information and includes it in his dreams. Here we go. Maybe the nurse leaves the radio on and Homer hears a Lady mm. Gaga song. Mm. <laughs> Very convenient. His family visits and talks with each other about the new Mel Gibson movie they're going to be seeing after leaving the hospital. Next thing you know, Mel Gibson's in the episode. And so on. There's one last thing I want to leave you with. Going back to Homer's conversation with God, what is the meaning of life? 
or at least Homer's life, while life can have different meanings for different people and a purpose for or reason for one's existence can be as unique as their fingerprints. For Homer, his grand purpose is obvious. He is here to entertain. His dreams, his imaginative adventures have provided billions of amusement and will continue to do so for decades. Not bad for a dumb, overweight loudmouth. Edit, this got really big. I'm getting messages about it making the news you in Australia. You don't need to read that last bit. I don't. Need to <laughs> stop there. Um, look, you know the, the main reason that I don't like this? Basically, Al Jean's shut it completely down, hasn't he? Yes, he has. So, you know, well, it's just fact that it's not what's going on. But there's something kind of redactive about trying to make an argument that says that everything that happened to a cartoon family was imaginary. Because, yeah, of fucking course, they're a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just... I. Uh, I don't know. There, there are fan theories. I, I like fan theories that try to... Like Westworld, right? Well, I say right now. By the time people are listening to this, it's probably finished and everything's been knuckled down. But yeah. um, Westworld has got a shitload of fan theories at the halfway point of the season. And they're all fan theories trying to figure out the mysteries of the episode, like of the series, like Lost and all that sort of stuff. Their fan theories I can get behind because part of the fun is going, oh, is that going to be the way that goes is it going you having a burping issue here right, you know, <laughs> a little gassy like is that going to be the way it goes is that going to be the way things work out you know this is just trying to be i'm smarter than all of the writers and everyone else in the world yeah, yeah. you can just tell he has that tone when he's writing it can't you yeah it's a little pompous as uh, like you said what annoys me it's sort of like a uh, conspiracy theories as well they bring you all the facts that that suit them that suit them yeah and then when people bring up facts that don't suit them oh well it doesn't matter no, because the radio was left on. Yeah, it's just <laughs> bullshit. Anyway, so that's enough you about the fan theory. You honestly trying to tell me that someone left Homer's theatre talking about Ron Howard? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, theatre. His hospital room? I would be, but no one else on the earth would. <laughs> so the original air date was, as I said, April 1st, 1993. The chalkboard gag, no one is interested in my underpants and the couch gag, family's heads, the family's heads are on the wrong bodies. So, it kicks off with a pretty good prank from Homer, mm. making Bart think that he's blind with duct yeah. tape on the eyes. Hey, hey, April Fool's. They immediately set up the episode that it's going to be an April it's Fool's. An April Fool's Day. Uh, Homer's you then don't put see many April Fool's TV On anything. Shows. Yeah. No. I wonder if Drew Carey did it. I feel like they would have. Uh, I feel like it'd be an annual thing for Drew yeah. Carey. They broke so many things on yeah. Drew Carey. I've, I've, I've got to find... I've got to get all of Drew Carey. I've got it all. I'll give it to you. Have okay. you seen the live episode? No, it's so, it's I never like, have. It's, it's whose line is it anyway? I've, I've 30 Rock did a few live episodes. They did too, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were really great. Drew Carey was funnier because they, because when Thirty Rock did it, I believe I think I've seen one, and Will and Grace did one as well. They didn't really break character. Yeah, no, they all stayed in character. It was just like you could just tell that it had like a kind of different edge to it. SNL, were, it had an SNL feel to it, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, like it had a spark, and they're running from one set to another, and all that sort of. Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, getting back, what, so, what did they do on Drew? It's like whose line is it anyway? So I'm not sure whether this one was live actually, but there was an episode where um, they'll be talk, doing the script and then Drew Carey will play a bell going ding and then they have to completely change the script. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really, really great. They broke so many fourth walls in Drew Carey. I love that show. So then Homer has put rotten milk in the fridge and where has he left it? Uh, next to the furnace? For six weeks. Yeah. And Bart drinks it. Oh, he goes to drink it. <laughs> Marge, like spooning it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah big slab of milk <laughs> you talk better than you fool uh lisa then tells homer the origin of april fool's day this was funny happy new year hi ho pagans new year's was three months ago but here's a present anywho it's ram's blood for your godless ceremony 
<laughs> April Fools. <laughs> now who's laughing? Now who's laughing? Is this true? Like, uh, is, that, is that like a, a Simpsons-esque version of the actual story? Or is there actually a backstory to April Fool's Day? I don't know. I've never looked into it. No, neither. Let's just take this Shall fact. <laughs> Why not? You can fill some time. Why continue? Okay. So, uh, cut to the sea captain who was looking through a telescope and he realizes that the workers at the Ryan Dutchman have put... The old shit. trick of the... What do you do for that? Mascara or something? Like, what do you... I put text once and then it didn't work because it dried up and all I did was just... I ruined someone's thing. <laughs> just colored <laughs> it black. You just drew all over them. <laughs> they they put binoculars. They, someone's binoculars. They put yeah. the binoculars up to their eyes and thought they were blind. <laughs> so uh, basically, the sea captain threatens that you guys are going to have to require uh, require wearing hair nets, and they're just disappointed. Yeah. Cut back to Bart, and he wants to prank Homer. He just can't quite figure out what is it. What is it? And they just spell it out for the viewer. Basically, Homer, beer, my one weakness, my Achilles heel. My Achilles heel. Well, it's. Uh, uh, that is pretty funny in that Bart is there going, he must have a, like, you know, how do I get to him? Beer, my one weakness, my Achilles heel, if I will. Beer. Beer is the cheese. The cheese. That's <laughs> so great, that line. I love it. Yeah. Homer then spells it out again. How um, to use it. Yes. It sort of shakes up. Ooh, does that kind of be more shaken up? But I've looked quite the fool. An April fool, as it were. <laughs> he then gets the idea, obviously, and Bart uses the shake. What machine was this? Just like a shaking machine. Of it was some a, sort. a pan can mixer. Ah, oh, pan can. So, like, you go to the hardware store and yep. you say, "I need this color." They don't all come in that color. They've got an added additive to it and shake it up. Ah. And that's all I know about paint. Did I didn't know that? Okay. What did you learn today, Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> so Bart uses the machine. Uh, and leaves it in the fridge, and it's still shaking as he's putting it into the fridge, mm. which wouldn't happen, but it's still funny. Bart then waiting for Homer to go get a beer, and Homer's eating port rinds, whatever it is, watching TV. Yep. Mm, thirsty. No, I don't need a beer. Then he sees the commercial saying that beer gives you rectal cancer. Yeah. Oh, just before that, Bart mm. turns up the heat. Yeah, it cranks the thermostat right I like up. that the record's melting, just to emphasize how yeah. hot it is in there. He sees the rectal cancer commercial. Then he actually wants to go have a beer after hearing that. Yeah. Goes in there and this... You know, sorry, the thermostat thing just reminded me of like one of the truly great family guy jokes. When like, I think Meg turns the thermostat up by like a degree and okay. Peter Griffin comes flying in. He's like, who touched the thermostat? Uh, I've seen it. It's like, how did you know? It's like, it's uh, an internal thermostat alarm. Every dad's got one. And then like one, a guy comes running in. It's like, hey, my thing went off. Is your thermostat okay? <laughs> Family Guy is funny sometimes. That's like, that was season one. Possibly episode Family one. Guy season one is really good. Yeah. It's really, really funny. It's yeah. about season four where I sort of lost its yeah. way with I feel me. like I bag it a lot. So, I, where where possible, I'd my like to give it. My favorite Family Guy moment is when, it's, I don't know why he remembers this, but it's like that time on the plane when it says, don't push the red button. And he looks at the camera and looks at the red button. Have you seen this one? No. So he's on the plane and then Who? it says, Peter. Okay. And there's a little button that says, do not push. Yeah. And he just looks at the camera, looks back at the button, looks at the camera and just goes, beep, pushes it and it opens up and everyone just goes, sucks straight at the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. It's the same one when he, he gets his face caught on the tree and his face gets put up over his head. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't seen that oh, at all. Season one of Family Guy. Which, it is worth watching. Origins of April Fool's Day. Okay. Um, This is such a mishmash. This, this, is, a, this is like a... It Not harks, a clip show, it's just ridiculous. It harks back to, a, I don't know when this was. <laughs> Where are you reading this? Wikipedia. Urban Dictionary? <laughs> no, Wikipedia. Um, it, it was a Roman festival, I believe, called the Hilaria. Um, uh, the Latin for the cheerful ones. The term derived and borrowed from the adjective ancient Greek, cheerful merry, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the Romans took this feast originally from the Greeks, which is the eve of the day that they spent in... T- oh, 
Hang on. There are so many words in here, man, that I just cannot pronounce. Well, let's or just leave even it. Read. It doesn't matter. But the point is, ancient Rome, ancient Greece is sort of like where it originally started. The first recorded reference to it is in Chaucer's Canterbury Tales in 19... Sorry, 1392. Jesus. It has been around for some time. I, even back in 1392, news.com.au was publishing fake stories just on April <laughs> <laughs> We put a good one up this year, didn't we? Oh, this yeah. Matt Granning announces Simpsons going to Netflix. Yeah. People went ballistic for yeah. it. And then when it cut, when they went to the website, it was just a picture of Flanders going, ha, ha, April yeah. Fools. Just a few months to go until we can come up with, like, to come up with another one. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so we get the classic April Fools explosion, the beer shooting out of the chimney. It's ridiculous because it's only one can of beer. They wouldn't be shooting out of the chimney, but it's still funny. Cause this is the, one of my the, favorite Wiggum lines. The cop gag. Yeah. That sounded like an explosion at the old Simpson place. Forget it. That's two blocks away. Looks like there's beer coming out of the chimney. I am proceeding on foot, calling a code eight. We need pretzels. Repeat, pretzels. <laughs> Come back from commercial and the family are waiting nervously at the hospital to hear how Homer is going. Hibbert pulls a very, very mean April Fool's joke. Your yep. husband is dead. Yeah. No doctor should ever do this. No. I don't think any doctor has done this. There's a... a <laughs> sorry, again, just to bounce somewhere else. Um, Arrested Development. Have you seen... Have you watched Wrestling? No, I haven't, no. Oh, man. Anyway, at the uh, without talking about how great that entire fucking thing is and you need to watch it, at the end of the first season, I think it is, um, their father's in hospital and doctor comes out and he's like a doctor who's very literal in everything that he says. Um, and he walks out and like, I'm sorry, he's gone. And they all, like, they burst out crying. It's like, what do you mean? Like, you know, can we go see him? He's like... No, he's gone. He's escaped. (laughs) (laughs) He had fled the hospital. (laughs) That's great. It's one of those shows, I've got it on DVD, I just haven't watched it yet. Oh, man. I've got to watch it with you because there's nothing that I love more than watching it with someone for the first time. Okay, we'll have to do that. Maybe we'll we'll do... No, we won't do more podcasts. We've got too much already to do. So, this is where the clips basically start and they think it's come from numerous blows to the head and we get all the clips of Homer. There's nothing to say. It's just clips of Homer getting hit in the head with different shit. Yeah. Um, We get... we, this is where we get the new footage of him falling down the cliff, which we've both mentioned. Didn't it, like it. It just it over oversells it. Maybe they felt like they had to put it in there just to try and give some fresh content, but it just nah. maybe maybe they originally wanted to. Possibly, you never but know. it takes away from it, doesn't it? It I, really does take away. Yeah. from it. it ruins the gag to me. Anyway, so then, but it becomes more of a cruel joke to watch him. Yeah, getting it's not funny hammered. anymore. Yeah, no. then but be- apart from the gurney hitting him in the head. At the end. Because there's the comedy pause between him hitting the ground and then that coming. Like, you finally think it's over. And then, bunk And yeah. that, like, that little bit works. Yeah. But then brings up the Itchy and Scratchy cartoon, which has nothing to do with what they're talking about. There's one the Itchy off. and Scratchy cartoon that we'll never forget. It was an amusing episode, pause, yeah. of our lives. Yeah. Then Mo and Barney pay a visit. They always come in pairs. Mo and Barney. They're like they're like the Linnean, they're like Linny and Carl. They're a duo at this point. I in feel the like that's because if Mo leaves the bar, he, he doesn't trust he, Barney. Yeah, he, like even if he locked it up, he'd have to make sure Barney was with yeah, him yeah. so he doesn't break in and drink it all. Mo sneaks into beer. No beer brings pain. Okay. I can't wait. I can't stand to see him like this. <laughs> and you think Homer's dead? Yeah. <laughs> Just, is that a movie parody of some sort? One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Ah, okay. Yeah. When he, and then smashes the um smashes the window. So, yeah. um, is that a movie parody of some sort? Holy hell! Like one is it bang on. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. There's a big character named Chief, okay. who they already referenced from the Crazy House. Yeah, from um, Stark Raving Dad. But they there's this big like marble kind of drinking basin 
and one of it's like an ongoing kind of thing of test of strength can someone lift that or something like that and um jack nichols I nearly said Jack, Jack Nichols. Nichols. I nearly said Jack Nicholas, the golfer. <laughs> Jack Nicholson's character is like this free spirit who kind of he's a rebel, he's an anarchist, and he goes against the rules of the asylum, but everyone loves him for it. And then ultimately he gets lobotomized. So he's laying in bed and he's just a shell of who he used to be. He's absolutely no personality anymore at all. And Chief goes over this marble thing and like lifts it out of the ground and pops all the bolts and tosses it through the window. So it's it's like this it's a beautiful moment in the movie and it's really, really well done in this episode. Because it's always in like the top 20 movies of all time. I thought, oh, it's so good. Like it was one Goldie that... Horns in it too, yeah? No. No? Are you thinking Bird on a Wire? Bird on a Wire, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. No, but One of the Cookies Nest is always in the top 10 list. It is. Yeah. It was a movie that I didn't watch for a while because I was worried that it wouldn't live up to its reputation, but it's fantastic. Yeah, I think the poster doesn't do it justice. No, it the doesn't. The poster doesn't invite me to want to watch the movie. No, but just... Watch the Do movie it. Okay. Get a I actually contemplated the other day. I was looking because I knew the description of the movie. Yep. I was like, I don't want to be disappointed. Anyway. No, you, you won't be. It's one of one of Jack Nicholson's best. Well, now that you've said that, I if will not, go out and watch it. Probably. Oh, Christ. It almost is his best performance. It's so good. Homer is then worried that he's never going to be able to walk again. My hard work will never go completed. Well, society's last, I guess. Marge <laughs> says. And then we get clips from Marge and Homer. One of my favorite clips of all time of him being greeted by Marge at work. Yeah. One of the greatest finales of an episode of all time. Yeah. The doctors then try what to get will I tell the boss. Yeah. The doctors then try to get Homer to walk and nothing's gonna do it. Then he sees the chocolate machine yep. and we get the land of chocolate flashback. He walks over to the machine, tips it on himself, and puts himself into a coma. A chocolate coma. Chocolate falling into chocolate his coma. Mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Grandpa come back from, I think it's a commercial break there. I believe so, because they fade to black and you can just hear him munching on chocolate. Mm. Come back and grandpa is saying how he falls in and out of comas all the time, not that bad. And another breaking the fourth. French toast, please. Yeah. Is a coma painful? Oh, heck no. You relive long lost summers, kiss girls from high school. It's like one of those TV shows where they show a bunch of clips from old episodes. Then Burns visits. Burns the star of this whole scene. It's, it's not entirely breaking the fourth wall, if I'm going to be nitpicky. Breaking the fourth wall is when you're they're actually ag- directly addressing yes, the audience. They're acknowledging this episode, though. Yeah. yeah okay. It's not complete breaking. It's more of a meta yes, reference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then Burns visits. <laughs> I demand he die with dignity. Yes. How much is he, is a trivia? How much does he cost him a day? Five thousand dollars a day. Dollars a day. Yep. yep. And I'm then, sure that was a lot more back then. Oh, of course. <laughs> yep. Uh, brings in a second opinion, Doctor Nick. Yeah. He's showing no signs of life. <laughs> if you need to pull the pin, Mister Burns is just so evil. Yeah. <laughs> just yoink. But then, as he says, you have no idea what pain he's put me through, and it's true. Homer's caused him a lot of stress over the years. Mm. Then it's Lisa, and she wishes that she bonded with Homer. Did also save his life, but. Donating blood. That is no Bart did, but well, he got yeah, Bart to do it. Yeah. Yep. He then, saved Mr. Burns' life. <laughs> Lisa then wishes that she bonded with Homer more. And we get the great moment of the No over there. Dude, dude. <laughs> no over there. <laughs> it's also really sad when she plays that song to fade to black. Mm. The new song that she wrote for Homer. And then one of the final ones of the episode where Bart says, What's well, this all Bart clips? I don't know what he says. We may have had our moments over the years, Dad, but I still love you, blah, blah, blah. It shows all different Barton Homer clips. The Indiana Jones reference gets in there. Yeah, it does get in there. One of the clips, yeah. yeah. But uh, basically, this is where he comes clean. He says, I'm the one that shook up the can. And this is what gets Homer out of the coma yeah. and starts waking up again. You see the um, the brain activity yes. in the shape of Bart's head. Yes, he starts tensing kind of up. Kind goofy, but I like that. And then he wakes up and starts choking Bart. Everyone's just so happy. He's really like- prolonged point of view choking in that one. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It goes for a very long time. Uh, Homer then well, everyone's just so, everyone's just so happy then Homer says 
This calls for a celebration. We're all going to Hawaii. <gasps> <laughs> gotcha. It's April Fool's for two more minutes. Dad, it's May 16th. You were in that coma for seven weeks. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you lost 5% of your brain. Me lose brain? Uh-oh. <laughs> Why I laugh? The last two episodes have ended the exact same way, but this one not with, as funny. With laughter. But this one not as funny. Yeah. It really, oh, I guess he did lose 5% of his brain, so it does make sense. But it makes no sense why everyone else is bursting out laughing at the fact that he's got part of his brain taken out. Uh, sometimes you're just happy. <laughs> like all, as in, yeah, he's come back and everyone's in a laughing mood. Everyone's just funny. That can happen. But no, it's more a case of the writers not knowing how else they were going to end an episode, so we'll just go out on everyone laughing. But as we said, it's a clip show. There's not much more you can say about a clip show. It's It plays funny clips from the first three seasons. Mm. It serves its purpose. It's got the funny moments. Like the Favourite of those clips? Favourite of those clips would be... No, we're over there. I love that one. Okay. I, I, just, I love that moment. Uh, For me, it's the simplicity of Homer getting donked in the head with the baseball. Yes, yeah, it is great. I think it's like the first one yeah. of him getting hit in the head. The just just head. The, yeah, just like sound, the sound it makes. Just the, his eyes as he just collapses <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> Thud. But anyway, yeah, it's just don't have to go check it out. Everyone's seen it. It's got the classic mm. April Fool's gag. That's about it. Yeah, it's it will get referenced forever on April Fool's Day, and that's about it. Yeah. What do we learn, Palmer? So, what did you learn from this episode, Mitch? Um, poor. I just learned that clip shows well, are incredibly al- boring I, I to review. Know, I didn't know alcohol could cause rectal cancer. Yeah. That's concerning. I wonder if it still can. I hope. Well. Maybe they put things in there. Well, we got to go somehow, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I just learned that, yeah, clip shows are incredibly boring to review. Mm. There's no substance to them at all. Jamil! Jamil is here! Ooh. But to make up for that, Mitch, do you have some mailbag questions for us? Uh, uh, one, I'm like, I'm down to my last fresh email, which is well, starting. Luckily, this is the last one. Next week, guys, I'm going to be back in the country. I'm going to be fresh. I'm going to be exciting. I'm going to have so many things to talk about because I went to the Simpsons Studios and everything. It's going to be fantastic. So stay tuned for next week. We apologize for this week. It's kind of boring, kind of shit. Not much to talk about. Well, hang on. I don't know that... I wouldn't go so far as to say boring and shit. We've been all, I've, I've been talking about the ancient Romans. Yeah, we've, I've, I've talked about Family Guy. I've talked about Arrested Development. If that's not enough for you four-finger discount fans, <laughs> I don't know what is. So what have we got this week for but the mailbag? now I'm going to talk about the most important thing in the world. This is... Rectal cancer? Uh, no. Awfully hard to get a lot of comedy out of rectal cancer. Yes. Um... I, I, I'm flicking through the mailbag and I see subjects and it's a hypothetical question, um, you know, hey guys, uh, Mr. Plow, real life story, you know, catchy radio jingles. This is all nice. These are all nice subject lines. All stuff that we've read out before on the podcast. Yeah. And then I come across the subject, how do you pronounce Gearoid anyway? Ah, yes, we teased this last week, didn't we? Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. All right. So. Hi, Mitch and Dando. After starting Four Finger Discount back in September, I'm finally up to date. Thanks for making slow days in the work, gym sessions, and long drives much less tedious. I should point out that this is from a a Gearoid himself. Gearoid Harahill. Gearoid. I definitely did a double take when about 50 episodes into the podcast, I not only heard my name being called out for a comment I'd posted and long since forgotten from an er- from earlier in the year, but for it to become a three-episode discussion on how to pronounce, a story arc. <laughs> on how to pronounce <laughs> my first name. It was Seinfeld season four. We gave yeah. it an arc. Yeah. Uh, it is. As uh, I'm so glad that this finally got to it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, it is, as one of your listeners pointed out, correctly pronounced Garode. Garode. G A R R hyphen O D E. So, yeah. Garode. Garode. Giroid, much better. A heaps better. Sounds like a Tekken fucking. New Jack, but Giroid. When I when I heard you first settling on Giroid, uh, the first thing I thought of was the waiter in Lisa the Greek, sarcastic but accepting. Hmm, never heard that one before. <laughs> What's because it's the way it's fucking spelt? It's new to us. <laughs> uh, when people outside uh, Ireland try to read, apparently that is um yeah yeah Giroid Giroid is what goes their way. Uh, it is the Irish version of Gerard or Gerald. Okay. So, Gearoid has finally put that to bed, but I refuse to ever go with Gerard. It's just not going to happen. What's like Nicola's friend named her daughter Orla? Sorry, right? you mean Nicola? What did I say? What? <laughs> I'm fucking around with okay. you. <laughs> her, her friend's daughter is named Orla, right? But it's spelled O-R-L-A-I-T-H. Orlaith. And, I, and it's what? And it's apparently, it's, apparently it's the or, the Irish one. or it's, the, it's it's I think it's Irish. I believe I could be wrong. but Or the Celtic one or whatever of... Orla. So, like, the way it's pronounced is just O-R-L-A. Yes, it's pronounced Orla. And I so, said, what's the rest of it on there for? Just wasting your time on birth certificates and, and forms for the rest of her life. Exactly, and her email is going to be too long now. That's the least of her worries. But, yeah, I, I said... No, I, the, I, most I, of her worries. <laughs> Can we... Might be entirely against any form of copyright law, but given that it's a clip show, is there any chance that off the back of that conversation we could play a bit of Sean McAuliffe... With Mrs. Irene Cockburn from the McAuliffe program. Will our listeners want to hear this? Everyone. Or is it just because you're just trying to fulfill your own needs here? Mostly trying to fulfill my own needs. I'll play it at the end. <laughs> okay. That's good. <laughs> like, for, you know, it. it's funnier than anything that we've said. If you can find me the video, send me the link, I'll put it it's in. It's on YouTube. You can send me the link. Okay. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what else is there to talk about? Thank you for sticking through with us throughout this old... Seven, eight week through period this, through this really tough slog. It's like it's a weird thing. It's been a seven or eight week period for you guys. It's, it feels like it's been what five or six days for us. But thanks for listening to our review of So It's Come to This, a Simpsons clip show. We apologize that the review hasn't been as great and in depth, but what do you expect? It's the clip show. There's not much to really talk about. Mitch, are there any final words for the listeners? I don't, I don't think you need to be all defensive about it. I, mean, I think we've done a good job. No, not defensive. I'm just, I suppose I should have to apologize. I'm just saying. If you've got to, you know, you can only be your own salesman. Yes, you can't, you can't. Like, we're at the end now. There's no point saying that it was bad. We've we've got. <laughs> they know it's bad. <laughs> no, but thanks for listening to the, to the review, guys. Hope you did appreciate it. Mitch, any final words for the listeners? No, I, I, I'm just I'm really looking forward to what for you guys. Like, what's going to be amazing is this is almost going to be like what was the uh, Interstellar. So, for you guys, from this episode to the next episode, one week will have passed. For me back on earth like like a month and a half will have gone by i'm going to i'm going to be a new man Two months. the next time you hear from me i'm going to have a beard i'm i i'm going to have both raised and lost a child like <laughs> so much will happen between now and recording again do you know you now get 2 months to do nothing yeah <laughs> yeah it's going to be so cool i should just like <laughs> i was, oh, you know what i was going to do actually what? um this will be fun because I, I thought I should, you know, I, sh- I should contribute in some form of way. You should do like a travel log or travel diaries or something like what that. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to get this Homer Simpson guy here. I'm going to take mm-hmm. photos of him in different places around America cool. and England. I, I post I, those photos exclusively on Patreon. I did that with my um, uh, Larry Burns at the airport. Oh, you did too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I will. But So, like, if you do a travel diary while you're away, I will do an at-home diary. 
but as if I'm travelling. For Patreon. So I've got to write... Well, for anybody. But I'll well, write... <laughs> don't put us on the page. Put it on Patreon. Okay, I'll put it on Patreon. <laughs> um, but at a low entry level. So, so oh, anyone... Yeah. $2. Can, yeah. So, many people will be able to see it. But it will be me um, doing a travel, travel, vlog, travel vlog of my home. I'm going to leave you my recorder and a mic. I want it, that fucking you read in the newspaper podcast. Oh, I yeah, want that, it. That's going to happen. Yeah. Um, the, the Mitch hotline. I want that I'll, to happen. I'll be doing that while you're away. Because I want to put that in while I'm trying to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to hear what you can pull off. Basically, basically, for the next couple months, listeners, is that every time I have a thought and like normally Dando is around to say, no, you shouldn't do that. That's not going to go anywhere. Oh, you'll be sending it to me to screen first. No, I won't. <laughs> I've got the power. <laughs> as long as there's no C-bombs, I don't mind. No, don't, I'm not going to... No C-bombs and no anti-Trump rants. No politics and no C-bombs. Uh, no, what? Pol- I've discussed politics once. <laughs> I'm just saying, no politics. I can't help it if Trump is a such a... C- and I need to- <laughs> Sorry, edit that out, obviously. <laughs> that was just for you. But thanks for listening, guys. And well, you know, you know, the thing is, this is how stupid we are, right? We just mentioned all that. We're going to be doing... They're going to be listening to this when I'm finished the holiday. And? So we just said, stay tuned for all the travel log guys... When they know that because they've been watching it on Patreon for the last two months. Uh, Let's leave this in. Time loops. Yeah. <laughs> we so- hope you enjoyed our vlog, guys. It's a science fiction <laughs> podcast. The beauty of recording in advance. Anyway, thanks mm. for listening, guys, and I'll catch it's, you next week it's when, like, I'm, it's, when I'm back. The podcast for the last seven weeks has been like memento. Yes. That everything we've said started starts at the be- end and works its way back to the beginning. It's like Al Jean, the way he wants to end The Simpsons. It's just one it's big just loop. Just infinity loop. Yeah. I've later, been in guys. a coma for this entire episode. Exactly right. See you later, guys. When I asked my next guest to come on my program, she didn't even know who I was. <laughs> Such a refreshing change, I can tell you. But uh, after I had ABC Publicity courier her my CV and a brief pictorial essay on my television career, she was like a dog with a postman's leg. And that made for a very awkward gait, I can tell you. <laughs> anyway, the short of it is, she's here, she knows who I am, I certainly know who she is. She's just completely... It's not so short, is it, really? <laughs> 40 years of voluntary service as Salvation Army Chaplain. Please welcome Pauline Cockburn. Uh, no need for the no need for applause for the music she's here. Pa- Pauline. Sorry, Sean, it's Coburn. What? It's Coburn. Oh, Coburn, sorry. I'm sorry, I've got Cockburn here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's spelt that way. It's pronounced Coburn. Okay, spelt Cockburn, pronounced Coburn. Okay. All right? Yes. Yeah. Wonder, wonder, wonder when that happened. You know, historic, <laughs> historically, I mean, you know, when uh, when cock became co. I don't know. Yeah. You know, was was Cobb and Co originally Cobb and Cock? <laughs> was it Helen Demiden Cock? <laughs> was it Cock Cock the Clown? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What about Denkerub? <laughs> Interesting, interesting. See, so, okay, so yeah, so the C and the K are silent. I haven't heard of that before, but uh, it's, uh, it's probably just as well, I guess, because uh, it'd be pretty embarrassing, wouldn't it? You know? Hey, does anyone here like Cockburn? <laughs> Shall I get Cockburn? We're just saying the name Cockburn, I suppose. Cockburn, Cockburn! Cock, Cockburn! Hey, Cockburn! Fuck off! <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
You're quite happy to say the C and the K when you want to, aren't you? <laughs> but right now, this. <laughs>